Section 10 of Favorite Fairy Tales Retold. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Betty B. Favorite Fairy Tales Retold by Julia Darrow Cowles. The Miller's Daughter, a Slav Folktale. Once upon a time, there was born to a rich nobleman a beautiful baby boy and there was great rejoicing and feasting in the castle when the nobleman's friends came together for the christening the fairies came too each fairy brought a gift but one of them was in a bad humor and when it was her turn to bestow her gift she said your son shall grow to manhood only upon one condition his feet must not touch the floor before he is twelve years of age the nobleman was greatly distressed at this but it could not be altered so he had a cradle made of gold with high sides and he hired the most careful nurses in all the country around to wait upon and watch his boy and the boy grew and was strong and sturdy and every one about the castle loved him and watched over him carefully at last his twelfth birthday drew near and his father ordered a splendid feast there was a great bustle of preparation while every one rejoiced but in the midst of this happiness and confusion there came a sudden noise of grief and crying and the walls of the castle began to tremble and shake at this the attendant who was with the boy became quite frantic with fear she jumped to her feet to see what all this could mean and the boy fell to the floor instantly the cries ceased the walls of the castle stood firm as before but the nobleman's son could not be found search was made everywhere but no trace of him was left the nobleman offered a reward of three hundred crowns in gold to any one who could bring him news of his son but no one came to claim the reward then the nobleman shut himself up in his castle his gardens were neglected and all his joys seemed gone now at a little distance from the nobleman's castle there lived a miller with his wife and three daughters one day the eldest daughter went for a walk in the woods she grew very tired and was wishing for a place to rest when close beside her path she saw a neglected summer-house that belonged to the estate of the nobleman she pushed aside the vines and bushes and as she did she discovered fastened to the door of the summer-house a notice long yellowed by the sun and rain it was the offer of three hundred crowns in gold for news of the nobleman's son i wish i might earn the reward said the girl it would make me a fine dowry and then i could marry well she pushed open the door and what was her surprise to see a fire laid ready to light a table set with dainty food and a couch draped with fine tapestries over the fireplace some letters were carved which read of comforts here partake but of thy speech beware of comforts here partake she repeated then i may rest and eat she sat down to taste the food but as she did so there came a sound of sighing and crying she was frightened but when she turned toward the door a young man stood before her for whom are the fire and the food and the couch asked he for myself answered the girl proudly as she said this the young man looked troubled then as suddenly as he had come he was gone when the girl turned again the fire the table and the couch had vanished as completely as the young man had done she returned home but she said nothing to her sisters about her adventure 
a few days later the second daughter took a walk through the woods and she too becoming weary chanced upon the same summer-house the notice was still upon the door and as she read it she said i wish that i might gain the reward i could dress well all the rest of my life upon three hundred gold crowns and i should have rich friends she pushed open the door and to her surprise found a fire laid ready to light a table spread with dainty food and a richly draped couch and over the fireplace she read the words of comforts here partake but of thy speech beware she was very hungry and as she was used to plain and simple fare she sat down at once at the daintily laid table but before a mouthful of food had touched her lips she heard sighs and a sound of weeping springing up she faced a young man who said to her for whom is the fire laid for myself answered the girl for whom is the table spread he asked for myself she answered again and for whom is the couch prepared he asked again for myself was the reply the young man sighed looked troubled then vanished from sight and when the girl turned back nothing was to be seen of the fire the daintily set table or the couch but neither did she say anything at home of the strange adventure several days passed and then the youngest daughter went for a walk in the woods she too chanced upon the summer-house as her sisters had done i wish i might win the reward she said as she read the weather-stained notice upon the door father should have a new wheel for his mill and mother should have a silk gown she pushed open the door and saw to her surprise the fire the table and the couch then she read the words of comforts here partake but of thy speech beware why these are for me then she said and one should always be careful of his speech she lighted the fire and sat down at the table but as she did so she heard a sound of sighing and crying she turned about and there stood a young man for whom is the fire he asked looking troubled you are welcome to warm yourself by it said the girl and for whom is the table prepared for you if you are hungry she replied and for whom is the couch made ready he questioned again for you if you are weary she answered once more at that the young man's face lighted with joy ah he cried i am the lost son of the nobleman in the great castle the fairy threw a spell over me and i could not return to my father until some mortal showed me a kindness you have done so come he took the miller's youngest daughter by the hand and led her to his father the nobleman was happy beyond words the miller had his new mill wheel the miller's wife had a new silk gown the nobleman's son took the miller's youngest daughter for his bride and they all lived happily ever after end of section ten